Welcome to Fran Path Consulting Podcast. I'm Sam Schweitzer. And I'm Brittany Bodie. And together we are Fran Path Consulting. Good afternoon, Jamie. How are you today? I'm great, Brittany. Yourself? I am good. I'm super excited to have a podcast, you and I, together again. And we're we're really fortunate that you're on our team and now you're joining us more frequently to be able to share your story and bring on guests that you're excited about. So thanks so much for being here with me today. Thanks. It's been a blast and and having the opportunity to change so many lives that we do and and empowering people to own their own business and have the freedom and the flexibility. It's it's uh, it's a rewarding uh, it's a rewarding environment. It definitely is. I can't think of anything else that I'd rather do. How's everything going in your world right now? You know, you're obviously working with our clients. You have launched your new business. You just had your grand opening not too long ago. And now we're moving into summertime. So are your kids out of school yet or almost out? I'm sure they're they're itching at being out of school if they're not yet. They have a couple more weeks left in school and then they'll be out. And summertime always reminds us of the the time we love to spend with our kids and the the freedom to do what we want with our kids, whether it's to go to the lake or go f- golfing or whatever it may be. And if you're tied down to a Monday through Friday, nine to five job, then you have to, you know, put in PTO or get somebody's permission to go enjoy your life. And and that's what's so rewarding about running my own business. And it's just the freedom and the flexibility. How about you? Yeah. I mean, I think as I think about the summertime and not only will I love in Atlanta that will have way less traffic um, when we hit summertime, when the kiddos are out of school, I love the conversations that I'm having with clients now. And when I tell kind of our story, Sam and, and my story, while I don't have kids, having parents who are entrepreneurs, I know firsthand how that changed my life you know, making memories with them, seeing their drive, seeing how they impacted their employees and community was special. And then Sam shared her story on previous episodes that she has way more flexibility and less guilt now being an entrepreneur. So I think when kids are, you know, in that summer mode, they want to go to Disney, they want to go to the lake, they don't want to go to camp that day, they want to stay at home and hang out with mom and dad instead. And so I think what we see is while people are busier in summer, they're traveling, their calls with us may be a little bit more spaced out. I think that kind of personal compelling reason for entrepreneurship stands out even more in the summertime because of that little bit of a taste that they get of being away with their kids or, you know, taking the sick day to hang out on the couch or whatever it may be. Um, I think it just shows people again that kind of why. No doubt. The freedom, the flexibility of owning your own business, to be with your family, to not only be at home, but to go do things just just to not have to answer to someone else is um, it's worth its weight in gold. And I, th- I think when you spend a lot of time at home, too, you end up realizing that there's issues at home and things happen. So I think it's a great segue to talk about the home service and business service brands that we are going to bring on today, our, our, our guests. Yeah, I'm excited about this one. I mean, it is a brand that is extremely recession resistant and a needed service, which I've been no stranger and, and not shy about saying I have a passion for. 
and we've placed some clients in this brand. So we are super excited to have these folks today. So Jamie, I'll kick it to you and let you introduce them. Good. We're happy to welcome Ellen Rohr, the president of Zoom Drain, and Grace Donnelly, director of franchise development for Fastlane that's assigned to Zoom Drain. Welcome, ladies. Hey, thanks Hello. for having us. We're super excited. And thanks for bringing us such great candidates, now franchisees, Rachel and Chris and Rob and Melody. We love them. So thanks. More yeah, coming. Thank you, guys. Thank More you, guys, coming. Jamie and Brittany. Always great seeing you. So thank you so much for having us on. Well, thank you guys so much for being here. And we're just excited to share the story of Zoom Drain. It's a unique brand. And I love that you mentioned our clients by name, you know, two couples. And I think when mm -hmm. you think drains, it's not necessarily the sexy business that you picture women in, but we love the business model and we see why our clients get excited about it. Um, before we jump, jump into the business model, I want to hear a little bit more about your background. So Grace, I'll start with you. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and how you fell into franchising? Yeah, sure. Happy to kick it off. Uh, well, my background has always been in business, essentially. Um, I have a degree that focused in food marketing, believe it or not. Uh, and the university that I went to actually specialized in food marketing. and. Uh, dabbled in that space um, via cold call sales for a pepper company right after graduating, and then spent some time in retail merchandising sales, a little bit in social media before I entered into the franchising world. And, you know, like many people, I had no idea how extensive franchising can be. And I certainly did not realize how many franchise brands are actually out there. And when my journey started in 2016, I was working at a, at a sunglasses franchise on the development and customer service side uh, based in New Jersey, which I am a native of. And um, from there, after a handful of years, I began my journey at Franchise Fastlane, thanks to a referral from one of my favorite people in franchising, who I'd met years before at the International Franchise Expo in New York. And then now I've held this role as director of franchise development for nearly two years already and started with another very successful service-based brand in the fast lane before we formed our partnership with Zoom Drain at the very beginning of 2022. And it's been an exciting past year and a half with a lot of intentional growth that is continuing. Well, congratulations on being on two powerhouse brands in the Fastlane. And I loved working with you towards the end of my time at Fastlane. And I'm grateful to have the partnership with you now that we're on the consulting side. So thank you so much for sharing your story. And Ellen, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and what led you to Zoom Drain? I, I want Grace to tell the most fun fact about her before she turns over the... Uh, I do it every time. Do you mind? Oh, Ellen, Ellen has remembered everything I've ever told her about my life. And she brings it. up this Grace. fun fact all the time. But I don't I don't even know if you know this, Brittany. Um, I'm actually a triplet. I did know that. Yep, you did? I did know that. Uh, I think Ellen is the one who told me, to be honest with you. I think one time at a conference we were chit-chatting. And, and Ellen, I think you truly you were the one that told me. So That yeah. sounds right. Just, that sounds right. No, and 
<laughs> and uh, uh, Grace's Grace's extraordinary career is punctuated by all sorts of great adventures. So we've become really great friends. I love working with the fast lane and I, I love working with Grace and she takes such great care of our candidates. So it's fun to be here with you today. Thank you. Now I got involved once upon a time, I married a plumber. I married a guy named Hot Rod, still married to Hot Rod. And uh, Hot Rod was a plumber. But when I was growing up, we called people. My dad was not handy. I didn't really know anything other than you called someone, they show up, the toilets flush, the lights come on, the weather, you know, is created by your HVAC system. I always thought it was kind of a miracle. And then I marry my husband, the plumber, and I get this inside look into home services and what tradespeople do. And I was absolutely um, gobsmacked by it. I thought it was just so amazing. They keep good water from bad water. Electricians wrangle lightning. You know, this stuff was just so um, uh, interesting to me. And I love about my husband, what I love about tradespeople is they're very matter of fact. It either works or it doesn't. It's plumber. It's not, you know, it's a no nonsense business. And I, and so we had a mom pop business once upon a time, many, many years ago. And I, uh, suffered all the pain. You know, you talk about freedom. Freedom is one of my favorite words for sure. I like to do what I want to do. And that's why you have a business of your own. Right now, I think I'm absolutely unemployable. You know, there's just no <laughs> way. But um, uh, freedom was, I had the opposite of freedom. I had this ball and chain of a business. We fought all the time. We didn't make any money. We didn't know what we were doing. And um, luckily, I met a mentor, my first of many mentors, and the pages of a trade magazine, Plumbing and Mechanical. I'm sure you guys subscribe to these magazines, <laughs> Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, News, Contractor, you know, all these magazines, smart people write articles in the magazines or do podcasts, do blogs, so that like, that's how you figure it out. And so I called this guy and he took me under his wing and he um, he really helped me figure out the business business of this home services. And our industry is characterized by brilliant tradespeople who were very poor business people. And I was that guy. My husband and I were those guys once upon a time. So it is with a tremendous amount of love and empathy and no judgment that I have committed myself to a better path. Because once the light bulb came on for me, I was like, other people need to know their asset from their elbow. Like, you know, we got to fix these businesses. And so my career has really been a series of um, uh, experiences where I've worked as a, you know, we sold our business once upon a time. And I'll, I'll share that there. I'll share that a little bit later, like why I don't work with my husband anymore. But, you know, sometimes the family businesses aren't the easiest businesses right? And you, you get to decide what you want to do in your life. This is part of the freedom. You might not want to work together. And we decided not to work together. That's probably why we're still married. But throughout, <clears throat> throughout my career, my focus has really been on tradespeople and helping them make money, helping them uh, stand tall, gain the respect and honor they deserve. And uh, once upon a time, I was the president of Benjamin Franklin, the punctual plumber. I was the first employee there and we grew to 47 locations. I got the scars to show for it. And uh, I've learned a lot about um, contracting over my long, long career. And I really am a white belt at franchising, but I love it so much. Now that I've got this franchising piece and I'm starting to see those patterns emerge, what makes a great franchiser? I always tell Grace, we don't have to be the fastest growing, but we have to be the 
best. We have to be the best. I want to be the best franchisor out there. And so, you know, this is my uh, latest course of study is how does a great franchisor operate? So over the years, you know, I've, I've written books on business basics. I've done a lot of uh, speaking and training. I've worked for a lot, a lot of my competition. I worked for them along the way. And I've just had a ton of experience working with contractors. My um, partner at Zoom Drain Franchise is a previous client. So that's how I met him. Um, so Jim was a client once upon a time with our original investor, who's my best friend. And we got together and decided to uh, to work together to do um, a, a franchise that we could be super proud of. And that's really how I got into the specialty of drain cleaning is that this um, very good operator and previous client of mine had Zoom Drain as his business. So that's the one. Like it, it, it really, this is what's so cool about franchising is you have so many choices. You know, there's different types of businesses, but there's these rivers that run through all of them that are consistent. And so now, okay, the choice of business that we have is we do sewer and drains better than anybody else. But the, the business systems, marketing, admin, financial, operational, those are evergreen conversations, you know, those basics apply to any business. So that's really just kind of a condensed version of about how I got here and why we do drains is that my partner was in the drain business and it was him I wanted to partner with. And I love the industry for many, many reasons. We'll probably get into that, you know, a little bit more in detail, but um, I'm super proud of, of what we do. And so proud of grace for helping us grow like we have the last couple of years so thanks that's awesome grace you have done a great job with the candidates we've sent your way and thank you for that mm. oh my gosh it's so great being a part of this team i pinch myself every day to have founders like jim and ellen it's it's lots of fun and very rewarding work that's awesome i mean just the humble beginnings and the the blue collar background that you put some structure and and professionalism around i mean that's what crushes it in this space and and congrats to both of you what uh, grace you know I, I, oh just to add to my partner uh is a fourth generation plumber his family business specialized in drains jim also is a an air force veteran so he's very tidy you know, he's very procedurally oriented. So, you know, he, he brings a blue collar roots. He's definitely a, from modest beginnings, a man who has, you know, created a life, a lifestyle, a brand, and uh, now opportunities for so many of us, um, you know, just scratching it out. Really impressive. That's amazing. And it's all about the people, right? And in, in a business, uh, it's all about the people and the culture. And, and I think you, you guys bring that to the table. Thank you. Grace, can you just start on the basics and tell us what Zoom Drain is? Sure, absolutely. Um, definitely no exception with Zoom Drain about being a uh, people-based business. You know, absolutely, just to the point you made a second ago. At Zoom Drain, we are the drain and sewer experts. We're drain and sewer symptom solvers. That's what we always say. So think essential emergency business. There's no seasonality. And I'm sure everyone, uh, certainly on this call or even listening to the podcast ultimately, has had a drain problem at one point or another in their life. I definitely have had many. And in my opinion, I always say that this is the ultimate need not want opportunity. I mean, 
no one wants to have a drain problem or spend money fixing it. There are a lot more fun things to spend your money on, but at the end of the day, they're going to go through with it and get that drain fixed. You're so right about that. I mean, you can't live with drain issues, right? I mean, it's not feasible. It's not something that you can put a Band-Aid on or say, we'll worry about that later, put a tarp on your roof even, or whatever it may be. It truly is something that if you have a problem, you have to get it taken care of. And Ellen, I'd love to hear from you just more about why this vertical? You know, it's different than traditional plumbing services. So mm -hmm. talk about the services a little bit more on why this vertical, what's the demand, what's the marketplace look like in terms of competition? Give us a little bit more about that actual business. It's such a good question because even when we went out and found, you know, statistics about the plumbing industry, drains are just kind of lumped in, like plumbing and drains. So, uh, but drain is a specialty, like there's general practitioners in, in medicine, and then there's the ear, nose, and throat specialist. And drains are a specialty and, and really the most essential piece of the, the plumbing empire. Just imagine keeping that good water from bad water and all the diseases we uh, prevent and all of you know the essential nature, as Grace said, of this work. Well, my partner, Jim, and his family figured this out early on. In fact, Roto-Rooter figured this out early on and really specialized in that, um, that drain vertical. And if you do drains like we do as experts, you're going to fill a truck with the jetter, the cables, the locator, the cameras, the components. Like it takes a truck where we carry our own water, it takes a truck's worth of equipment to be able to be the experts on that job. And generally people who do drains and plumbing just don't have room on their truck. So they're doing, you know, maybe plumbing and heating and uh, new work and repair work. And they're trying to pack all that into a truck. They may have like, this may get a little technical, but they might have like one mid-sized cable machine. Sometimes you call them snakes on their, on their truck. And that's all the gear they have. So what they're asking their service technician to do is use that one maybe broken, maybe outdated piece of equipment to solve a problem that might need more firepower. So our number one uh, referral partner are plumbers who say they do drains, but really don't like or like to do drains or really aren't equipped to do drains like we can. So we say, hey, if you get in over your head, just don't want to do it. We have a very robust, formalized, systematic re referral partner uh, program that focuses on lifetime value customers like plumbers, uh, property and, man and restaurant managers, you know, those folks who are going to have more drain problems to refer than the average bear. So that our marketing is all aligned with this. Well, once upon a time, Roto-Rooter really just focused on drains. But as they grew, and I have mad respect for this group, just saying, I mean, they are a, a gigantic company that's provided a lot of um, a return on investment for many, many thousands of people across their illustrious history. But what they did is as they grew, they started to add other services like plumbing, like restoration. They'd sold out their territories. They're going to add additional verticals. It's all like the life cycle of a franchise, correct? But there's this niche, uh, this specialty niche of just doing drain and sewer that allows me to say to my referral partners, we don't do plumbing. We can refer work to you. Um, and just turn it back over. We don't do any of these other things that you do and maybe like to do better, 
we'll take the drain calls off of your hands and we'll create this really nice symbiotic relationship. In other words, I'm not competing with my referral partners, which is a really powerful way to, uh, to go to market in a, in a formalized referral a plan like this. And then just the, you know, the best part of plumbing is really this essential nature. We really become the heroes every day. You know, people are stressed. Nobody wants to spend any money. You want to wake up today and go, oh, good. Let me call around, spend all day, get my drains cleared. Nobody wants to call us. But if they call us and, you know, we show up on time, we look good, we have a checklist, we're polite, they're going to say yes. They're going to go, oh, it's pricey, but so worth it. And so we become the hero of the day right there. And it's a very rewarding work to do. It's really rewarding. And I think my favorite part too is I love the guys. I love the the fine people who do the drain work or out there with their hands on the equipment, talking to customers, you know, talking them off the ledge sometimes and clearing those drains. It's very satisfying work. So uh, you know, on a on a day that I'm 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 feeling a little defeated, I think about why I'm doing it. It's because I want to expand the freedom of the people in this industry who are doing this honorable work and make life better. Ellen, I love so much about what you talk about, all the infrastructure, the process, the systems, the organization, the intentionality of how to run the business. And so a lot of times yeah. when we, we have clients that, that you talk about any home service business and they'll say, well, it's saturated. And that may be true. But when you come in with something, uh, an infrastructure like you guys have here, it, it's a it's a night and day difference for not only running the business, but the customer experience, the operations, economies of scale. The efficiency of it i mean that's the value of franchising it makes me proud to work with you guys and it's it's thank you oh well I, can i can i follow up on that because mm -hmm. um there's a joke that i like that um i hope this lands but um two guys are walking in the forest and they hear a bear and the one guy bends down to tie his shoelaces and the other guy says you can't outrun a bear and he says i don't have to outrun the bear <laughs> I just have to outrun you. Okay, so yeah. all I have to do is outrun the other guy. And again, there's such awesome people in our industry, but because they're so often not great business people, the quality of service is very low. It's not like I'm competing with Disney every day. I'm competing with that guy and I just have to outrun him. So most of the people in this country are not sitting with a, a, a clogged drain that they can never get any help with. But we all know working with contractors, the frustrating part is they don't answer the phone. They take forever to call me back. If there's an issue, I can't get them to come back. You know, those are the problems that we've tried to solve so that someone will call us instead of the other guy. And this referral partnership and marketing, I mean, marketing for any business, marketing is the game that's gonna get your attention today, tomorrow, and every day forever, right? But that, that focus on, could we be better than the other guy in our individual markets? Could we get there faster? Could we solve their problem? Because we have more equipment, more systems, more training that we are the experts. You know, that's what we're trying to do is just outrun the other guy. We're all for good competition and there's some great competition out there, but there's also a lot of opportunity in any market across the across the US to just be a better solution. It's professional. Yeah, Ellen, yeah. we always yeah. talk about we always talk about how realistic it is to capture that market share. Right. Like you can yeah. have a market that's completely saturated with competitors, but that bar is set so low that it shouldn't be discouraging. 
It, you always say you feel like you're catching money with a sieve, right? I feel it's like I'm catching money with a sieve. <laughs> I do. I feel like we're just getting started. Yeah, it, there's just so much opportunity. Um, uh, now, do you want me to get like like some numbers? Like, can I talk about that? I don't want to, like, I'm not going to get any, anything that's earnings claims, but just to kind of show a little bit of, you know, what we look at in terms of the total market out there. Absolutely. Yeah, go for it. Well, I'll just I'll just share like if you got your pencil. If you're driving, don't do any of this. Just try and envision it. But uh, if if um, you know we we looked at the whole plumbing industry, that's where you can find statistics. And the plumbing industry in the United States, it you know based on several sources, is somewhere between 105 billion and 130 billion. So we took 105 billion, and then we have you know I, I, I we have some really solid statistical evidence um, that leads us to believe that about 20% of that total volume is drain and sewer work. Now it's not, you know, the, the variables are based on the, the software companies we've worked with, some other anecdotal pieces of information, and then some, some pretty good statistical evidence that of a plumbing company who's been doing plumbing and drains, how much work do they do on average percentage wise as drains. So this is, I mean, there is some math and, and, and uh, some good statistical gathering to come up with that. And then we divide that by the, the population of the United States and we come up with a number of about $65 per person. Now, again, you can play with those variables and we have, we've divided this up a bunch of different, a bunch of different ways but if we had a million population, then the total work being done in an area would be $63 million in a million population. So if you have 10%, if you have 5%, if you have 3% market share, that is a sizable service business. So, you know, I think the numbers that we're dealing with are very conservative. I think they're, they're generous. So, you know, there are so many people being underserved by the, the service providers that they have. You know, I love my landscapers, but man, I wish they'd show up. Like mm -hmm. that is our experience when it comes to um, to home services. So yeah, I, I just think that we just picked such an awesome niche. Never going to be outsourced. Never going to be you know sent overseas. There's always going to be someone with their hands on the machine in our lifetime and lifetimes beyond. It's just a mechanical fix, right? So like, how do you not love this job? <laughs> <laughs> I get excited. Hey, Grace has gone on a ride along. Grace knows how great it is to be out there with our team. I have. I'm a Jones in for another. And now that it's warmer, it was freezing last time I went. So <laughs> I did not dress accordingly. So, um, but yeah, to Ellen's point, it, that experience, um, being there with the technician on the job, I can't say I was much help other than observing but it really was a testament to everything that we talk about every day. I mean, the example Ellen gave about plumbers not wanting to do the drain work, even though they're advertising that they offer the services. We see that time and time again. In fact, that ride along originated because we were called by a plumber to come help out with the job. So just a really cool experience. And Franchise candidates who express interest in, at the very least, riding along with their technicians, um, they get a lot of respect from their technicians by being there, um, seeing the value in drains. So that's something we would encourage candidates to embrace. 
I believe that for sure. I worked in the elevator industry and that was the number one thing that my branch manager said was right along with your mechanics because it goes a long way because you each learn to appreciate each other quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And, and I think, you know, having just that relationship piece and then the low hanging fruit of building the relationships with the other contractors and referral partners, I think that sets a good versus a great franchisor apart where they really have that piece dialed in um, for franchisees. They've got a great marketing tool. They understand what the referral program is. There's no question there. So I love that you guys have that dialed in for franchisees. I had a candidate. I had a candidate. Um, it, it, Zoom Drain wasn't available in his area, but he got so excited about franchising in general because he had an experience with Zoom Drain and exactly what you're talking about. He called around and couldn't get somebody to show up. He found Zoom Drain. It was all digitized. They showed up, did the job. He paid on a credit card. Off it was, and his family was happy. And that was his exposure to franchising. And that's ah, how. That's how. Yay. It was a great story. Yeah. We we hope he wrote a review. That's for sure. Five <laughs> stars, <laughs> please. <laughs> so I think I, and I love that you wrote along, Brit, uh, Brittany. That is just it. That makes such a difference, right? And you just like appreciate them, and they can't help but feel that love. Yeah, for sure. No doubt the market share is there and the business is sustainable. But what we hear a lot about, and, and Grace, I would punt this to you. We hear a lot about recession resistant, pandemic resistant, and recently AI resistant. So people are concerned about threats coming from all over the place. Where would you put, uh, how do you how do you think Zoom Drain is positioned to, to weather all this? You know, I'm very intrigued by AI. I think just like everyone else, I'm very interested to see how AI just affects the world in general. But um the bottom line with Zoom Drain is that we need a person there, a human uh, using the equipment, diagnosing the issue. So it's not something that can be replaced. I think the technology can support the human being. I think that the tech will only get better and better. It could make the technician's job easier and safer. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Recession talk. We we hear that all the time. That's brought up all the time. Um, Zoom Drain's not a flashy or trendy offering. Um, the services are drain cleaning and clearing, drain replacements, drain repairs. And we said this before, but it's important to emphasize that the demand for those services is just never going away. You know, unless if all of a sudden people stop using drains altogether. It's <laughs> not something we have to worry about. And there's a lot of service franchises out there. Um, in my opinion, this is not a DIY. Um, people are not going to want to do this themselves. And, um, and building those relationships with plumbers, property managers, facility managers, again, it's just really the low hanging fruit to build the business. And the odds are especially high on the commercial side. Like think of all the restaurants and hospitals, schools, senior care facilities out there, their drains are the most abused and overused of all, which boils down to just being great for us. <laughs> well, every building has drains. So I love mm -hmm. that piece of it, right? This isn't just for a certain demographic. Businesses, consumers, every building is going to need these services at some point in time. So, uh, Ellen, I would love for you to tell us more about who you want as a franchisee in your system. What does that profile look like? And then a little bit more about 
their day in the life as a franchisee? Oh, I, I love this question. And I, I think it's, um, you probably are, you know, having these conversations with your candidates all the time, you know, what, what, what makes someone a great entrepreneur? So I don't think it's unique to zoom drain necessarily. A lot of the qualities that, um, uh, make someone uh, a great business owner, we call it grit means we just get it done over, under, around and through something's going to happen. And we just, and, and there's a story to be written, a song to be sung, you know, that the bad, the bad stuff, the hard stuff is the good stuff. It's, it's what the game is. Like if, if you've got someone who, who has that kind of resilience and, and get it done, Jim calls it, uh, no energy is giddy up. Another one of our values is energy. Just having some giddy up. Again, you know, you want to if you want to grow a business, I think Zoom Drain is a, a great business to grow. Uh, certainly, there's success found in all sorts of business types, from one man band to multi tens of millions of dollars in sales. Zoom Drain lends itself to someone who wants to grow. So, if you have the energy and the interest in developing leadership, we have the content and the training. You you know, we can help you take never ever's to professional skilled drain technicians and team members in the office. Like the idea is to grow this thing. And if, if that appeals to you, I think the energy and the interest in personal development as a leader, this is a particularly great industry. Like our, our favorite part is it never ever comes to work with us, learns to be a drain cleaner, starts making really great money for himself and his, his family, uh, herself and her family. Like that is that if that appeals to you, then for sure come and play every day our um uh emphasis the engineering problem that we deal with every day is calls texts trucks whether you're you know get your first truck or your hundredth truck it's okay do we have enough calls do we have technicians that they show up can we look them in the eye we're ready to go do they have the skills they need and trucks does the truck have fuel in it does they have the equipment in it is it working calls text trucks every day so you're going to mitigate that every day sometimes you have trucks and techs and no calls or vice versa so that's really what your job as a business owner or managing the manager in in in, uh, in your franchise that's the conversations you're going to be having on the daily now because we're a service business our inventory of time times out every day so it's filling today if there's a call on tomorrow and no call on today, I'm going to do my best to move that call on to today. So filling the day every day with calls, texts, and trucks, that's how you make money. So it's a quite simple process. I'd say the one thing to ask yourself about Zoom Drain is, is it going to gross you out? Mm -hmm. Is it going to gross you out? We even have a, um, we have a, a, a chat, Google chat in our, in our group. That's um, catch of the day. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, top quiz. What's the number one thing we catch in drains? Any ideas? Grace, you don't little, get to answer. Little cars from kids. It, it's not unpopular. Yeah, it's not unpopular. Yeah. Toys are in there for sure. What else? What do we do like a day in, a day out? There's some things we get all the time. I don't know. I don't think a whole heck of a lot about what goes into a drain, I guess. I don't know. Well, I didn't either until I got <laughs> involved in this. And now I'm like fascinated. 
but wipes, even flushable wipes, mm. it's an oxymoron like jumbo shrimp or civil war, like a flushable wipe is not a, <laughs> not a thing. So don't put wipes down your toilet unless you want to call zoom drain, but we take a lot of wipes out of the drain. I use the Royal Wee. I don't do a lot of drain cleaning. I like to hold their beer, but I do not do a lot of drain <laughs> cleaning. That is not my skill set. but, um, uh, also roots. So if you see tree line streets, mm. Yeah. Those roots are going to find their way to water, especially in a, in a dry, dry period. And so that the roots will fill up those drain lines. And so roots and, and uh, wipes are, are money makers for us. So there you go. So, um, I, you know, I think that, um, that's, uh, that just gives you an idea of the, the life. And, uh, so a service technician gets a call, goes out there. There's a moment of empathy, Oh, call the right place. Let's take a look makes an assessment, presents appropriate prices and options. Well, how would you like me to proceed? Great, you've made a good decision, gets to work, show and tell, a little uh, 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 love for Google, and maybe a selfie that we could use in our marketing, and then on to the next job. Like that's, that's the life cycle of, of a job and just lather, rinse, repeat. D does Zoom Drain do drain replacement? So if a root goes and takes over a, a drain in somebody's front yard, is there a replacement services too? Is are you asking for a friend? Did that actually happen to you? It actually <laughs> happened to me, and I spent a lot of money on, on a plumber that doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, okay, so so this yes, we do. So phase one services, and what's on the big trucks that you'll see, um, uh, you know, if you talk to Grace and you know, the, the, the superheroes are these trucks and there's a jetter, a high power washer zoom jetting is a trademark system that we use to, to, um, uh, leverage those, uh, drain jetters. They power wash the lines. They can cut roots. We also have cables. Sometimes the jetter isn't appropriate, but the cables will get us started, or it might be a good fix for a certain area. We have cameras and locators so we can figure out, oh man, you've got a pipe that maybe has been displaced. Boom. It's been crushed, boom. It's been infiltrated with roots and it broke it or something, you know. So if a line needs to be replaced and we have very specific standards, and Service Tech doesn't just guess on this, it has to meet certain standards or it is going to be an unserviceable line. That makes it easy for them. So in the beginning, we're going to recommend that you sub that out. That's going to be one of your re, uh, referral partners or you refer them to someone who can dig up the yard or may have some trenchless solutions. But as you grow your franchise, that's another cool thing about Zoom Drain, you can add departments. So our bigger franchisees do drain replacements. Sometimes it's traditional dig jobs or pipe bursting or relining. And then there, we also have a few franchisees who now do pumping, septage pumping, grease pumping, and we call it south of the drain. Like, you know, north of the drain are toilets and water heaters and, you know, faucets. South of the drain is our world. And there's so much opportunity there. But we don't want you to get too far over your skis. So we're going to start you with, you know, let's get really good at clearing and jetting drains because there's a lot of money to be made. It's it's relatively simple work. I don't mean to discount the, the fine work that our service technicians do. It's relatively simple. Get really good at that. And then you can add on additional verticals and really leverage your penetration into a market. It's being intentional about how you grow and run your business, mm -hmm. just like we talked about earlier. It's it's great. Yep. Mm -hmm. Grace, what do you think some of the best advice that you've ever received is? 
I love this question and uh, the answer just popped right into my head. Um, I feel like I live by this every day. I don't know who actually gave me this advice or maybe it's more of a generic thing, but uh, the best advice I've ever received was to not dwell on the past. I think that um, it's really important to use our past uh, mistakes in particular to propel ourselves forward and become even stronger because we have very limited time out there, right? So there's any listener that uh, has had an entrepreneurial itch for a long time, but they have fear of leaving what they've been used to for a long time, but they keep on coming back to that dream, that goal. Um, it's important to not ignore that and not focus on maybe anything that happened in the past, but just look forward. So that's that's very big for me. I like it. How about you, Ellen? Oh, I love that. Um, the best piece of advice I ever got was to charge more than it costs. <laughs> charge more than it costs. So, so as a, you know, when I was struggling so much in my business, I didn't know. And so a big part of what I bring personally bring to the franchise is this obsession with the profit loss and the balance sheet and becoming a good steward of the money. Let's make decisions based on data. If you don't run a balance sheet and a profit and loss, you don't know how much stuff costs and you could be swayed into doing things that are going to lead you down a road of hurt. That was my story. And so I know that sounds kind of unromantic and Grace, I like your advice a lot. Mine is just a, a little more um, uh, uh, practical on the daily, which is to you know figure out how to be a good steward, how to run your business so that you can make money because the word freedom, I loved hearing you guys talk about that. Freedom is, is just my favorite word. I want to do what I want to do. I want to live my life the way I want to live it. I want to encourage others to to have that you know dream too. That's our opportunity. I'm so glad that we shared that uh, interest. So yeah, that was my that was my advice. That's awesome. So always looking forward, not dwelling on the past and, and mm. charge more than it costs. Make some money. Make some money. All yeah. Right. <laughs> I always say to people, I'm like, it's not a charity, it's a business that we're looking at. It has to make money in order for it to make sense. So I love that. You have to be aware of your numbers and make sure that you know, you're getting the value that you're worth and you offer a great service and an affordable rate, but it still delivers top quality service while being profitable. So I love that. Um, Grace, I'm going to ask you, you fell into franchising, you've been in it for several years now. What is your personal compelling reason for being in the franchise space? Yeah, yeah. So I don't even think I realized the reason until I started working at Franchise Fastlane. And now, now I, I want to stay in the franchise world forever, <laughs> even yeah. if it's uh, trying out different, different roles and um, maybe even become a franchisee one day myself. Um, but at Franchise Fastlane, we have a pretty killer set of company values and my favorite is inspire life change Britt, i know you know the values very well and uh that's why we do what we do right you know having the opportunity to connect with people all over the country would not have met them any other way very low likelihood and these people want to take that next step or even dive into business ownership and for me to play a role in helping them reach their dream is unbelievably rewarding. I just, I absolutely love it. 
That was always my favorite one at Fastlane for sure. Um, <laughs> so I'll ask you the same thing, Ellen. What is your personal compelling reason for now being partner at Zoom Drain and saying, yeah, this is going to be a franchise model? What gets you passionate about franchising? I, I, you know, what I've learned to love about franchising is just that dynamic. Um, they, your, your franchisees don't work for you. It's a partnership. And there's a, a, there's a natural dynamic in there. Like we're going to pull on each other a little bit. And that dynamic is where great is. Like that without that, you would get good. But with that, you create something extraordinary. I have to magnetize them. I have to compel them. I, you know, they're not my employees. And, and, and as beautiful, a, a good employee relationship should work that way too, that, that we're in this together and we have to, we have to um, challenge each other. Like my job as a franchisor is to be at once standardized, consistent, uh, scalable, and ever growing, dynamic, changing, evolving. And that is, you know, that creates this paradox or like how are these things going to exist? But living in that world is what creates great. And as a result, then we could impact, you know, we're coming back to the same thing, like the number of lives that we can impact with a model like this and with the support of the franchise community is just so much bigger than I could have done on my own. So I'm really grateful for the community. We have this hashtag better together. We're absolutely better together. And that absolutely is the number one reason why I get out of bed every morning. That's I awesome. love that. You have to be franchisee focused and mm -hmm. respect, appreciate them. If your number one driver is not to help your franchisees probably shouldn't be in the franchise business. And it is that perfect marriage. You need great franchisees to be successful as a franchisor and franchisees need a great support system in order to be successful. So Thank you guys so much for being here and sharing your story. It's so great to see you. And we're so excited to have some franchisees in your system and just excited to see them grow. So thank you guys so much. I love it. You guys are so much fun. It's awesome. A great system, great leadership, great culture. Um, you're intentional about running your business and who you bring in. And, and just really, it's a privilege to spend some time with you today. Thank you. Oh, right back at you. This has been a joy. I'm so, I, really, it was very exciting. Uh, Grace and I were so excited to have you two today so we could say thank you. And we really respect how you approach business. So thanks for everything. Thanks to yes. both of you. So much fun. Thank you both. Thank you, Brittany. Thank you, Jamie. So if you'd like to learn more about franchising and diversifying your portfolio through franchising, email us at info at franpathconsulting.com. Follow the FranPath Consulting Podcast on Apple or Spotify. Please rate and review us five stars. You can also follow us on Instagram at FranPath, Facebook and LinkedIn at FranPath Consulting. Or go to our website, franpathconsulting.com, to take your free business assessment. Mm -hmm.